The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org slash thrive. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You took a break, you searched your soul, and now the world's your lover. Making the world your lover. Oh, that's what we're here to do, my darlings. That's what we do through my online joy school at lisamacourt.com, through my newest book, Free Your Joy, The 12 Keys to Sustainable Happiness, and it's what we're going to do right here, right now together on the Do Joy podcast, where I bring you fascinating guests with powerful insights for elevating your personal vibration. Deep lasting happiness is a skill you can learn, and I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. Hey there, my beautiful, cherished listener tribe. I hope you're getting your joy on this week. I really am these days. I'm so thrilled with the new program we have launched at Joy School. It's got one on one private sessions, and group work, and customized home play. If you're feeling challenged with your joy right now, or even if you're just looking to increase the meaning and vibrancy that you're experiencing in your already joyful life, go see what it's all about at lisamacourt.com. I can't wait to dig in with you. And I had so much fun digging in with my accomplished guest for this episode. She was just a guest teacher here at Joy School, and I recorded that for you as I've taken to doing So here you go. I know you will enjoy. We're welcoming Danielle Sachs at Joy School today, all the way from Belgium. Danielle recently interviewed me on her radio show on UK Health, the world's number one talk health radio station with a million and a half listeners worldwide. She's the dynamo host of the show From Stress to Authentic Success. She herself is a global expert in authentic success, so we are so delighted to have her sharing her wisdom at Joy School here today, and for the listeners of the Do Joy podcast, welcome, Danielle. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, the honor is all ours. I've been looking forward to it as well, because we had a really beautiful conversation on your show, Mm -hmm. and we both were no, is it time to stop already? So here's our (laughs) our chance for a continuation, which I'm super super happy about. So Danielle, I know that you were led to this work through your own experience of finding your way out of some debilitating stress. Do you want to tell us about that journey, what brought you here? 
Well, that is such a beautiful question that I also ask my interviewees, but it's an important question because we all have our own journey, Lisa, and people recognize themselves sometimes in that journey. So I'm happy to say a little bit about it um, because uh, I was that successful professional physiotherapist um, living with my husband in South Africa. Uh, husband had um, a mission there uh, to do, and we moved the whole family from Belgium to South Africa. And I was really happy. I mean, when I say happy, I thought I was happy in that way that I was happy because I could do my roles like being the perfect daughter, the perfect wife, the perfect mother. I did it all as well as I could to have that confirmation and approval of others that I was good enough. Of course, at that time, I didn't realize it. You are young. I, I was a. I didn't even realize how I was such a highly sensitive person until I got really sick. But I had a good, you know, upbringing. Um, I was a, a bubbly, sporty, social person. So nothing really that I felt. Sometimes I felt like an alien because I was such a giver and I, I could see that other people weren't like that, not as sensitive as I was. And so in in South Africa, um, just for, to say to people, we arrived in South Africa in 1990 when um, Nelson Mandela was just released that week out of prison. So we lived that whole post-apartheid um, life. And um, it, it's it's one of the most beautiful countries in the world. But there was a lot of stress, a lot of violence, a lot of things going on. There was AIDS in that time that was really happening. And so in the first few years there, uh, we had a beautiful life. Everything was paid for. Everything was done. But the stress level was quite um, big. And for me, it was the chronic stress of always having that fear of not being good enough. That really is so depleting. And it was only in South Africa when the extra stress came along that I had to pay for it. So I had a lot of signals. I had the body giving me a lot of signals. I had anxiety attacks. I had you know back pain. I had lots of signals. But I didn't listen because I thought, oh, it's normal. I'm in another country. There's a few financial things going on. So you don't realize how bad it is until the body stops you. And my body, it's now just, just 25 years ago. Um, I got sick 25 years ago. From one day to another, I got stuck by a vicious virus in my right lung and it was like an orange spot like on the x-ray a black spot like an orange as big as an orange and it my whole immune system collapsed from that virus you know the weeks and the months after I got more and more ill bedridden and doctors told me I would never be able to walk a flight of stairs again. I would probably end up in a wheelchair and I would certainly not be able to be that independent physiotherapist working again. And so I had three children, a beautiful family uh, living in South Africa, but I, you know, I came regularly to Belgium. And so we came back to Belgium because I was too ill and I I think it's important that your listeners hear this, that I didn't accept that diagnosis as my truth. You know, we 
you know, when people say to you, when you are a young mother of 38 years old and people say to you that you're not going to, you know, be able to walk a flight of stairs again, that you're going to be in a wheelchair. There was one doctor that even told me that there was a big chance that I was going to kill myself because of this situation. And so that outside prognosis and diagnosis and truths and beliefs that they wanted to imprint in me, that decision of not taking that as my truth was the beginning of my healing journey. And then, you know, all the therapies that that they were prescribing me didn't help me. And so I realized I have to do this in a different way. And so I went on to study, you know, modern science, ancient wisdom. I was reading books. I I really tried. And the self-care lifestyle, really going back to basics and, you know, really going into that that self-love and self-care journey. And that's what, you know, brought, just to make a, a, a story short, 25 years later, I promise everybody listening or looking at me, I am not in a wheelchair. I am walking the stairs and I have never worked so hard in my life with such passion. I do what I love and I love what I do. And so look, look me talking to you, having a global radio show, you know, speaking on stage, just having my book published, you know, all these things, helping so many beautiful souls. So here I am. That's a little bit my story. But I think it's important to mention that that decision of taking my life into my own hands. And I'm not saying that doctors, please, you know, I'm a medical person, I'm a physiotherapist, so I'm all for science. And so, you know, the health, we it's important that we sometimes listen to what they say to us. But that diagnosis and that prognosis for me, that was a no-go. I wasn't going to live that way. That is amazing. I knew your story, but the way you told it, I just got goosebumps. I think the mind-body connection is something that we're all kind of aware of today, but probably not to the extent that you've just highlighted for us with your personal story. We talk all the time here in Joy School about how what's going on inside us and our internal landscape is what's creating everything that shows up out there in our external landscape. And that includes our body. So that was a beautiful, vivid example. It's true with our bodies, our money, our relationships, our homes, our careers. It all starts with what's going on in our minds and emotions and our internal. Yeah. And I want to say, Lisa, because that's also important that as a physiotherapist, I, you know, I saw already what stress could do to our bodies. In my patients, I could see, but to me, it was so, I almost couldn't understand why I was treating people. They were fine. And then three months, six months, a year later, they would come back with the same the same symptoms. And I thought, but how is this possible? But then when I got sick, I got to see a whole different level of the of the destruction, the depletion, the thing that stress does. It's a silent killer. You and as long it. as we if don't, you don't see fix the it, cause, it's going to come back. Yeah, it's a silent killer. And people still, up until today, have not really understood what this means. And so it is my passion and purpose and to prevent people not to live what I've lived, you know, that the body says, stop. I couldn't even wash myself. So I'm just saying you need to get goosebumps all over. We need to motivate people and bring that message that we need to do preventive 
self-care and things. Not curative, or how do you say that in English? Curative? Curative, yeah. Yeah, so more into prevention. Um, and I, I really feel that that is the solution. It's not when it's a crisis and then you start doing it. It's so sad that we need to always, me too, that I needed to go through that crisis to realize what wealth is. Health is our wealth. And of course, we are all, we have the birthright all to be financially, you know, wealthy too. But it is the emotional, mental and physical wealth that we need to take care of because that brings all the rest in expansion then everything else flows and so that's to me what authentic success is also all about to have that you know that mental and emotional health and of course your physical health and all that together that's what creating your success Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest misconception is people look around at their lives and say, well, of course, I'm stressed. I've got that stressy boss and this stressy financial situation and this stressy kid and this. And we think that the stress is the things outside of us causing us to be stressed. And I know that one thing that you talk about that overlaps what we do in joy school a lot is how our biggest stress is that fear of not being enough. It's an inside job. It's that that misconception that we've got to prove ourselves more, that we're somehow not measuring up. And I, I love you. You believe, as I do, that our birthright is to free ourselves, to be ourselves. Yes. And you know where you see it the most sometimes is where people who have already a form of outside success, who are quite successful, but inside they feel a void because there's no fulfillment. I was one of them. I was, I had, you know, I had success in my career and everything and in my family. And in, but there was a void of there's more, there has to be something else. Why is it that I'm not feeling? And always, like you say, that chronic stress of is is it okay? Am I doing okay? Is everybody happy around me? You know, am I being the good girl, the good, you know? So that is such a big thing. And the most successful people, outside successful people, sometimes have the biggest voids inside. We see that in actors, you know, I, I don't know now names and examples, but people who, 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 commit suicide, people who who get really, really sick from that pressure, from that outside success chase all the time. And so I see a lot of those people. Yeah. The big names here in Belgium, the big name, you know, uh, doctors who know it all, but, you know, and who are successful, but who, yeah, it's all about that authenticity accepting yourself and you know you know you are such a good example for that how you radiate that joy of being you being authentic is such a big thing it's being happy with who you are accepting your flaws accepting it's such a beautiful journey don't you think so such a beautiful mm. journey. And Danielle, do you think that, I mean, we, we know that we're programmed very early in life with these beliefs about ourselves and our place in the world and where we fit in. And don't you think that that sometimes that program, that early program of I'm not enough actually drives a lot of external success because we're, we're thinking that the yes. more external success we can get, the more high I can get in this industry or the more money I can make or the more 
whatever your barometer is for success that that's part of it is that that program but it's it's the urge to prove yourself on the outside the urge to prove yourself on the outside so that other people can see how successful you are but you forget one thing the only person that needs to feel successful is you inside and then all the rest is you know and i always say you know life is so short so if we spend our time trying to meet expectations of others and the life that maybe our parents wanted for us, or I see all sorts of things here, then there's, there is the void because it there's only one person, even comparing yourself with others, Lisa, there's only one person that you can compare yourself with and that is the version of you that you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. All the others and comparison and you know that comparison kills our joy. And so that is such a big thing. So it's all it, it all goes together, the comparing, the taking things personally, the trying to prove yourself, you know, the pleasing, the, the, the looking for outside uh, approval. And it's it's all the same thing. Yeah. And even it's that- the inside. Yeah. Mm. Even that, you know, only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. We still even have to be careful with that because you have to look at how are you wanting to improve yourself? If it's just like, oh, yesterday I made this much money. So today I need to make this much money. Is that really going to contribute to your joy? We have to get to our soul level desire, see what our soul actually needs and is craving from us and Mm. what nourish us. I think there's one word there that um, needs to be addressed here and that's judgment. So mm-hmm. if you compare yourself with who you were yesterday, but in a judging way, mm-hmm. then no go. That's for me, it's one of the things that I have lived uh, in my my mom. I love my mom to bits, but there was a lot of judgment. I mean, she was even conditioned herself through her education like that. So I'm not blaming her for anything that she was as conscious as she could be to do with her children what she wanted. But um, and what she was programmed to do and see her mom as her, you know, we copy her own parents. Um, but she was so judgmental in little things. You shouldn't do this. Why don't you do that? Look at your sister she's doing. And so there was a lot of judgment. And when you are a sensitive person and people judge you on a daily basis, you become smaller and smaller and smaller. So one of my missions in life, and I I still make mistakes, we are conditioned to judge in this society, but I really do the best I can to not judge myself first, and then others, of course. And sometimes it works, and sometimes I make a mistake, and I still judge myself. You know how it goes, Lisa. And then you have to make sure that you don't judge yourself for judging yourself. (laughs) Yes, yes. But I think judgment is a big thing. Oh, I'm so glad you spoke to that. That is absolutely hitting the nail on the head right there. Beautiful. Our and- inner critic yeah. formed. And when you talk about our childhood, I see every time when I, you know, do my sessions where I go intensely into the childhood to look where the underlying root causes of certain symptoms or certain challenges that we have in life, whether it's love, money, you know, procrastination, migraine, it can be a body thing, it can be an emotional thing. You can see that it starts very, very early in life with lies that we tell about 
ourselves because that's what other people have told us. So we we believe, like I was saying just now about those three diagnoses about the wheelchair, the stairs, and not working. If I put that as a truth into myself and I believe these lies, that's what my reality is going to be. And so as a child, you don't have a conscious mind, you only have that subconscious mind. So you take it all in. And so you believe what others tell you about life, about yourself, about love, about money. Oh, you have to work hard to earn money. Oh, uh, all these things. So that's where it starts. You're right. And so it's sometimes really useful to go and see what do we believe about ourselves? What have been the lies that we have seen as truth? And that's where it starts. And when you can go there, see that, understand that, and turn that around, that's where transformation really happens. That is so true. And I think that a lot of times this happens with my joy schoolers where they'll have some self-doubt, some self-judgment, self-criticism, and I'll make that point to them and they'll say, well, no, but I can point around right now in my current life and show you why I'm a failure and show you why. And it's, it's that shift that where the magic happens is when we begin to understand I created all that out yes. of the programming, out of the lies. We're always only creating from our beliefs. And most of those beliefs yes. are just subconscious water. We swim in beliefs. We don't even know it. So that's why the work that you do is so powerful. And I know you have so many fascinating modalities that you bring to the mm. table. Is it, it's a seven pronged mm-hmm. system, ideally in your world. Uh, it's it's a seven step process that has been proven now over, you know, globally, to really bring in a, a big transformation. And it's it's actually very simple, but it addresses every single aspect of your life and it is so transforming. But what I wanted to say to you as well is what you're talking about can be very confronting, Lisa, because if you, if, like I'm gonna talk about myself again, just to give that example, it, it was very confronting to realize that I myself was responsible to bring on that disease. And believe me, I'm not saying that it's everybody's fault, the disease that, you know, you can have chemical, um, you know, causes, you can have a lot of different causes in life that can create disease. But for me, I know that it was my chronic stress, my way, how I was looking at stress, how I was handling myself, my inner world, That's what created my fear of not being good enough. Chronically, that's what created the the disease, the dis-ease in my body. And so it is a big, even now, you know, it's a big confrontation to acknowledge that and to go into that acceptance of, yes, it, like you say, your joy schoolers, it's it's very confronting to, to realize that. But then I can say that, for example, in my case, the circle is round because I'm not just aware of it. I'm grateful for it. I am today grateful for that crisis, for that disease, for that healing journey, because it has brought me to who I am. So I found that that's the journey. The day that you can say that you are grateful, it's like Oprah Winfrey who says, 
she's grateful of what happened to her in the first 10 years being raped or the, the you know the the poverty the, she's grateful for that because she would never be who she is today and so and I, I think there's a lot of people who can testify that so that's also very important first of all the confrontation and then to go through the journey so that one day you can look back and actually be grateful for the crisis and be grateful for the trauma that's the holy grail when you reach that point because then mm-hmm. then out of the loop you're out of the re- yes. repetition yes. you're out of the cycle you've you brought yes. a different energy to the memory which kind of retroactively changes the whole direction of the journey yeah. and that's the healing journey i mean you know I, people can't see if i'm doing like this but it's the ups and the downs and it's it's you know you need to have that self-caring self-loving self-acceptance self that journey to to go up and down and every time again and again come up when you have a breakdown and every time again and again when there's a there's a, a deep dive or when there's a realization or when there's a shift or when there's an insight or when there's a symptom that comes up or a feeling that so it's so beautiful to go through all that deep healing really yeah there's no quick fix that's a little bit what i want to say to do this journey i always say from stress to authentic success there is it's not a quick fix it's a beautiful amazing fulfilling journey ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's a quite a service that you provide. And let's talk about some of the different aspects of it. We were just touching okay. on, on RTT before yes. you know, we came on. This is one of the modalities that you employ. Yes. Is that something that you do earlier in the journey or for, I know you have like shorter containers and longer containers. Um, is the RTT across the board something that you use? Well, I've got my, I, I want to say that I had, already the amazing results before I did RTT in my life. So there's there's so much that I've done, you know, the nonviolent communication, the EFT, the the positive psychology coaching, there's so much that I bring in there. Uh, I wrote my book in 2015 
And that's because I had so much uh, transformations in my practice. And I decided, you know, let me put the system together so that people, and I really, I, even just reading the book, Lisa, I have messages from Australia, from India, from e even just reading the book, Shifting Out of Chronic Stress, A Seven-Step Journey to Regain Your Balance and Inner Strength. That's what it is. I just, you know, I give it my all in that book. You have my story. You have everything that I have lived through, that my clients have been through. So it's a beautiful kind of summarizing um, work that 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 gives you an idea of, of the seven-step process. And the first step is that taking responsibility for yourself. Now I'm just busy doing a masterclass for, you know, for people, because I'm going to do a little group program for the first time. I'm going to take like six to eight people and really work intense with them in a group, because I think it's so beautiful when you have a little bit a community also. So I do mostly the VIPs. Um, because I really love that. Uh, I, I am a giver and I, I, I love my commitments with my one-on-one -on -one and, and I become more than just a, a coach or a therapist. You know, that relationship becomes such a beautiful journey together. And um, But I'm doing a, a masterclass soon um, and I was making the masterclass and I wanted to share that aha moment for me. It was about that truth, but the, the responsibility, somebody said to me, you need to take responsibility for yourself, Daniel. Now, Lisa, I am the most responsible person on this planet. And I was so cross and so angry when they said that to me because I thought, who do you think you talk to? I am the most, yeah, but we are responsible in our roles as a mother, as a friend, as a physiotherapist, as a partner, as a, but we are not responsible for ourselves. Nobody has told us that. Nobody my, in my education, in my schooling, in my even at college or university, nobody told me to be responsible for myself, for my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. And so that's the misconception that we as sensitive people are responsible, we carry the world on our shoulders, but we're not responsible for ourselves. So that is the first thing that I go deep in. And when people realize, instead of sitting in the trunk of their car, that they need to be in the driver's seat, that is sometimes already one of the biggest shifts. So that's how I've, you know, I've, I've done seven steps like that, that I go through with people. And then, of course, with the hypnosis, we go deeper. There's a lot of other tools that I use. And so it's just a beautiful journey. And I can honestly say that it is a journey from stress to authentic success. I always say you have minus five, minus four, minus three, wherever you are, big symptoms, small symptoms, wherever you are in your journey, that's you. That's specifically you. And you want to go, everybody wants to go to plus five, don't they? They all want the, the success, the authentic success, the health, the, the, the love, the money. They all want the plus five. You can't go from minus three to plus five. There's no quick fix. You have to go. That's what we were saying just now. You have to go through the north to the zero. And then 
from the zero to one to two, there is no quick fix. If there would be, I would already discovered it because I have done 62 years old. I have done so many things in life. Believe me, there's no quick fix. Integration takes time for it to for it to work. I'm I'm just Indeed. curious though. It, it sounded like from what we were talking about that 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 it almost seemed like it's a moment when that memory is is unveiled or that that early 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 form belief is exposed as being a fallacy. It sounds like that's almost like a, a turning point moment. Is that just somewhere in the journey or is it that even that you have many in the journey, you have many in the journey, but the big advantage of doing this in hypnosis and I do about the sessions is about two, two and a half hours. So, you know, you take really the time to, you know, this, that's why it's important sometimes, Lisa, maybe it's important to say I have four month and 10 month programs and it's sometimes important to have already that safety feeling that that I know already my clients that we've discussed already quite a lot about you know before we go into the deep if you if you do only an, an 28 day and we go straight into the deep it can be a little bit different but the the beautiful journey is about indeed going deeper and deeper and in hypnosis, you can go deeper because you go straight away to the subconscious mind and people think, yeah, but what if I don't, you know, have the memory of ever? you don't know in advance. You think maybe that it's a memory about I had somebody who thought it was about a rape, uh, an abuse that they have had, had had, and it was some something totally different. It was about a teacher at four or five years old who had told her something. So it's it's not always what you think it is. It can be a totally different thing. And that is what is so interesting. And also, there's a, you have a few moments. And putting those moments together, then you can see how those few moments have dictated the pattern in your life that has become your reality. And so that's why it's so interesting to go to the root cause. Where did it start? Where it, And it can be one moment. It can be two, three things together that are important to understand. And to so it's important to see the lies. What lies? Where, where is it that I started to believe that lie? That you're not good enough. That you are not worthy of love, of money, of whatever it is. So that's where the the efficiency is of going into the past is because some people don't like to go into the past and I understand that, but for some limiting things that keep you stuck, that have that pattern and that keep on coming back, you need to go to the root cause. It's very difficult to consciously stop patterns if you don't know where they come from and what is at the origin of it. So yeah. it's a beautiful to do. We call it our bucket beliefs in joy school. Yes. And even when somebody has a, oh, I know, you know, in middle school, there was this incident where I felt, okay, you felt what? You felt X, Y, Z way. I wonder if there was something in elementary school. And then we'll go back and we'll go back and we'll That's see it. That whatever it is, whatever that, that unhealed 
relationship with ourself, it's it's something that probably whatever you're remembering, it goes back even farther than that and even farther than that. But what is even more important in the session is that you're going to take that little child that has been hurt in different ways. I don't know in, the, in advance what that felt that she didn't belong or he didn't, you know, he wasn't worth the love or he... Whatever it is that we go to that little child and give it the love and the worthiness and the confirmation and the approval that it should have had at that time, that it didn't get. So it's really about turning the, rea the, the truth around that it, you are worthy at two years old to be seen, to be heard, to be understood to belong to so it's so beautiful and and you become almost your inner child's parent and that's what self-love is also all about and that's why i said about the judgment we that little child in you needs to and and it was for me a, a big thing needs to feel to really feel that it is loved by you not by anyone else, by you. And so that is what self-love, self-acceptance and all comes in, you see. So it's, it's a lot of different, um, yeah, it's, it's a journey. I can't, it's not a session. It's not five sessions. It's, it's a journey. But in four months and 10 months time, you can make an, a, a beautiful transformation. I have to admit that most people stay like, you know, they love it so much that they keep on like once a month, you know, they keep so that there's accountability and that they keep that self-caring lifestyle. And when there's something that they can get a hold of me. So so there's a few people, um, not a few, quite a lot, who who stay much longer and who and I do the same. I still do you still have a, a therapist, a coach? I still have three. I, I still through. invest in myself <laughs> every single day. I, I so, do a lot of trades with friends where we coach one another for a period of time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I be, I believe that if you pay for it, there's a commitment and there's a different energy than when you don't. So I do believe that it is a a commitment to yourself, an investment in yourself. I yesterday I had a lady, she's a single mom, and I want to say this because this is so beautiful. She's a single mom. She has a son of 13 years old, and she financially she if she thinks with her mind with her um front frontal cortex she she wouldn't do this because the roof is broken and needs to be repaired and the this and the that and she said to her son at lunchtime i had a, a, a her, i spoke to her in the afternoon and her, her son said to her mom what do you think is most important Repairing yourself or repairing the roof. 13 years old, giving the permission and the confirmation to his mom. It should be opposite. Mom should give that confirmation. to. But she said, I got tears in my eyes and I decided this is it. I'm just doing this. So can you? So that's why I'm saying the investment that you do in yourself, that starts, it's like a stone you throw in the water. And it gets circles. It's the same. For me, I don't know if your, your audience knows this, but one of my biggest quotes is, you are your best investment 
always. I put that in every mail at the end, and I still, up until today, am walking my talk in that. I, as a grandmother, I do it. As a mother, I do it. As a, I think it is so important because that's the best example that you can give to the next generation. And the better you are, the better everyone around you is. You're, you're working on yourself, improves your yeah. family and your community and ultimately this whole crazy planet. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I was uh, saying this on a podcast recently where I was being interviewed. I, I wonder if you feel this way, Danielle. I love the the beautiful tribute you gave your mom while acknowledging, you know, mm. this, is what, this is what our moms do. This is how mm. our society is. This is what our, our culture, we always want, yes. we think we're doing our kids a service by making them better. We always want to make them better and help them improve. And we think that this is giving them a yeah. leg up in the world. And this is how they're going to be successful because I kept making them better and all the child here. Is says, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And that's what we internalize. Yeah, I agree. And do you think that there's just, most of us just were not adequately loved. We come here as love. We come here from a field of love. We come here expecting absolute unconditional attunements and love exactly as we are. And most of us just don't get that by no fault of our well-meaning parents. Uh, I want to say, and it's a word that I use all the time and I've I think I mentioned it already in talking to you, but I want to repeat it. I talk a lot about it is our birthright. And when that sinks in, really, for people who are sensitive, highly sensitive, who have been pleasing and helping others their whole life, it's like the oxygen mask in the plane. It's the same thing. It is our birthright and even our duty to do this to be that unconditional love and to love yourself so much like Oprah says that your cup is running over and I truly stand in that it is our birthright the fact that we are born that in itself makes us a champion because the way you know from the conception to you know before the conception we have gone already through a hard battle you know to to you know, to be there. I put that in my book. It's actually quite interesting how we, you know, with the the eggs and it's quite a a beautiful story. So go and read the book because, you know, there's a lot in there. But um, that already makes you a champion. The fact that you are born in this world gives you the birthright. And so that on its own gives sometimes people a little bit of an empowerment of, okay, yes, it is my because we are so busy looking at the outside world, seeing what do we have to do to be accepted, to be right, to be, you know, we don't look into ourselves and say, how do I feel? What do I think is, is right for me? And so that's what this birthright is all about. Mm, it's beautiful. Does that make sense? Very much, very much sense. Yeah, no, this has been fantastic. Is there anything top of mind on your heart that you want to make sure the listeners take away? Anything that I failed to ask you about today? Well, I think we've said it. It's to me, it's all about our inner world. You know, we are conditioned to look outside, like you said in the beginning, but even business problems, business, even money problems, even love problems, it has all to do with what we believe about ourselves, our self-worth, 
our self-esteem, our self-image. That's all energy. And if that, because for me, that's what I want to say to people. I work a lot with energy because it's all energy. If the energy within us can radiate from the inside out, that's it. That's all. That's what we were saying. We are unconditional love radiating from the inside out. And so if we can go to that and to that feeling and to that birthright of being exactly who we are shining from the inside out, that's energy. And then all the rest, you attract all the beautiful things. And there's one thing I want to say to maybe to finish off. And that is, please do not underestimate counting your blessings, being grateful. Gratitude is one of the most beautiful energies. And if you cannot accept or love yourself, then start with gratitude of what is, of what you are, of what you have done, that, you know, the positive and not the lack, the fear, the doubt. Start acknowledging of what is in your life because we are conditioned to look at what we don't want, what we don't have, what we don't are. And so I think that's maybe a beautiful thing to, you know, to finish off with because gratitude has been in my healing journey, one of the most powerful strategies. So, and that's everybody, it's free. Yeah, It's free. Everybody can do it. I love that you call it a strategy. It's a practice. Right. And, and, you know, it's also a strategy that you need to learn because it's a practice. We haven't learned that. And so it's all energy. When you start in that energetic vibration of gratitude, of self-love, of self-worth, the sky is the limit. You said it, sister. That is so true because I think so many people hear that, oh, gratitude, I need to be grateful. Yeah, that might make me feel good for a minute because I'll be thinking about mm-hmm. the good things. It's more no, than you feel good in that moment. When you feel good in that moment, you start shifting things that are going to go create all these other opportunities and all this other external. It is a very, very, very effective powerful tool isn't, isn't that the essence of your joy uh, yeah. concept <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm now thinking Danielle you're talking to an expert you know she knows but maybe the listeners it's always nice to have different perspectives and different approaches so it's actually indeed the concept of joy so this makes our circle round in our conversation we're back to the school of joy Right. And it's where we place our attention. It's becoming masterful with the placement of our attention. We can place it on things we're grateful for. Like you said, our default is more to place it on what we don't have. We finally get that job or that partner or that house and we put it over here behind us so we can look over there at all the problems and all the challenges and the things we don't have. No, look behind you over your shoulder, the thing that you just tossed over there because you finally got it. You know, it's like, that's where the gold is. And we take so much for granted, Lisa, in this society. Oh, that's why I love going to Africa or somewhere where you can feel the roots again. And I'm going to Bali in May to do a retreat. I'm, I'm not doing the retreat. I'm, I am participating in a retreat, investing a lot in because I love that kind of countries where people are humble, where, you know, it's such a beautiful energy here. We take it all for granted. And well, so, you know, that's all these little things make a difference, eh? For sure. Absolutely. It does. 
Well, daniellesacks.com is where you can find all of these things. Any place else that they could find? Well, on UK Health Radio. Well, I think to, to start with, the book is a beautiful, always, you know, you can buy the book on Amazon, on, on, on the website, you can find it. Um, I think that's always a, a beautiful thing to, to know a bit better what I, I've had the opportunity now to talk about it. But it it it's it's that catalyzator, the catalyzator, how do you say that to you know to maybe do more. And then you can connect with me, you can contact me. I have my Instagram account, Daniel Sachs underscore, where I share lots of I, I do a lot of free things, you know, the radio show, you get articles. So there's a lot to be inspired. But if you want to go deeper, then just connect with me at Daniela Danielsachs.com and and I'll be there for you to talk about your specific situation, totally free, no strings attached, because I'm a giver. It's beautiful. Still a giver. Yeah. But from a full cup, Lisa. From a I'm full a giver cup. from a full cup. That's the difference. Where 25 years ago, my cup was empty. Now my cup is full. That's a tremendous difference. Thank you for modeling. Yeah. Love you, beautiful sister. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. You too. Yes deepest gratitude and love to you my beautiful listener tribe with representation in 30 countries all across the globe i'm so honored to spend this time with you if you're wondering about my online events my books joining my joy school community all of that is waiting for you at lisamidcourt.com i look forward to connecting with you there much love Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.